Hello, and welcome to The Lucy Lou Show, the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And now, here's your host, Lucy Lou. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to another episode, another beautiful day to have a beautiful day. Today, we're talking all about confidence. I love the topic of confidence because confidence is the most beautiful thing you can ever wear. Experiences in life tells you what to do, but confidence allows you to actually do it. I'm really excited to have my guest, Sheena Yabchan, here with me today for a chat. Sheena is a keynote speaker, confidence coach, podcaster, consultant, and author on building self-confidence. She currently inspires women through her highly successful podcast called The Tao of Self-Confidence, where she interviews Asian women about their inner journey to self-confidence. This award-winning podcast has featured celebrities, eight-figure CEOs, and more. Sheena has been featured in a dozen of media, and I was so honored to be with her together in our co-author book called Asian Women Who Boss Up. Our book hit bestseller number one on Amazon in multiple categories and countries, and I'm so excited to chat with Sheena about her own life experience about her self-confidence. So let's hear it. Thank you for being on the show, Sheena. Thanks for having me, Lucy. It's so awesome to be here today. Congratulations on winning awards and having millions of downloads. You're so amazing. So your podcast is called The Tao of Self-Confidence. So tell us more about what Tao means. Yeah, for sure. So the Tao for me, it means the way. And so that's why I wanted to use that because the way to self-confidence, you know, everyone's way is totally different, right? And so I share women's stories because they share different ways of how they're able to overcome obstacles, build themselves back up and inspire change at the same time so that we can realize there's no one way of building confidence, right? Because every person is different. There's things that we tolerate that tolerate. There's things that might work for us and not work for us. And that's okay. Because back then I used to think being confident, you had to be loud and boisterous and just always be out there. But that was far from the truth. You can be a, an introvert and still be very confident, right? And that's how it's supposed to be, just being able to show up as our authentic self. Love it, love it. Tell us about how your own personal life was before the discovery of self-confidence for you. Oh my God, where do I begin? <laughs> Honestly, it was, I did not have a lot of self-confidence. I was very, I was very like, I had very low self-confidence. I would always second guess everything I do. It was really hard for me to make a decision. I would be fearful of everything, not make any moves. I would be so worried about what other people thought of me. And like, I just didn't, I wasn't nice to myself. Like I was my own worst enemy, right? I would look into the mirror and be like, oh my God, you look horrendous today. That shirt looks ugly on you. Like your hand, like your butt, like your rolls are coming out. What's wrong with you? Why did you make that mistake? And I just always thought I was a constant failure. And I don't know if anybody ever felt like that, but that's how I felt. And I always felt like I was the only one who was going through all this. So what was your own aha moment in finding confidence? For me, it took, you know, it did take a lot of steps to get to where I am today. I think the most important thing was about 10 years ago, my aunt passed away from a horrific accident and made me realize how short life was. And if I really wanted to create 
a life of my own. I had just, ha- I just had to go out there and do it, even if it was scary, even if people didn't understand what I was doing. But it didn't happen overnight. That was just basically the beginning of me trying to think, is there a life out there than just working a job Monday to Friday or being told what to do? And so that was, that was basically the, the turning point. <laughs> so what was life like after having confidence for you? I mean, it's still a bumpy road. I, I still go through confidence issues, but at least now I have the tools and resources to help me bring myself back up. And having support is really also a huge thing because as Asian women, we're so afraid to go out and ask for help, right? Because of our upbringing. We think it's shameful. We think it's a sign of weakness. We think we, we're also, it's also a pride issue, right? Like we don't want to ask for handouts, but in order to help each other out. We like in order for us to be better is to work together, help each other out and really make it make our make it faster for us to heal and have that confidence and be fearless and be brave and go out there and do the things that we're meant to do. We don't have to do this alone. Like we can do this together. And I believe it's better working together. I mean, even being in this book, Lucy, like you and I are in this book, Asian women who boss up and how amazing is it to celebrate with 16 other Asian women that we made it number one on Amazon's best seller list. I think that's more amazing than just me as an author celebrating my own book. It's definitely true. So what's your definition of self-confidence now? I think it's just being able to know that you're capable, like know that you are so capable regardless of the circumstances, right? I believe, you know, as women, we go, we have such a huge confidence gap from men. Like we're more capable than we realize. It's because of how we perceive ourselves is what really stops us from even making that first step, right? We over-prepare and over-prepare and over-prepare, but there's still something that stops us from taking that action versus men. They'll take that action even if they make mistakes, even if they're like, like 50% ready, even if they get rejected, they don't care. They, they'll, they'll go out and do it. At least they, they went out and did it, even if they made mistakes along the way. And as women, we have to realize like we're going to make mistakes. We're going to get rejected. Sometimes we'll fail, but we shouldn't see failures as the end of all ends. It's feedback. We got a result and we just keep moving on. And yeah, I know it's not easy because as women, we've been told that we're supposed to act a certain way and there's certain things that are not ladylike, but we just have to learn to like disconnect from it or just embrace it and just keep going, right? Just keep going, keep making moves, keep pushing forward. Even if people call us aggressive, I mean that what we're doing is the same thing men are doing and they're not labeled the same thing. So we just need to learn to just keep pushing, keep moving forward, keep rising up and keep helping other women rise up in the process. Absolutely. So now you are a confidence coach yourself. What are some of the biggest self-sabotaging mindsets do you see with your clients? One of the things that most people, you know, go through is not feeling enough, not feeling they're good enough to go out there and forge their own path. Even if they're so successful, like they still have those doubts. Imposter syndrome is huge. We always feel like we're a fake. We're not good enough. We're not, you know, we compare ourselves to others a lot and learning to just go through that and realize like, you know, you don't need to compare yourself to others. You can, and you've been able to do things in the past that proves that you're not a fake. And so learning to just see things in a different way really helps, you know, women, especially clients realize like, yeah, they're not fake. They're not, you know, they're not a fraud. They are doing something that's really helping other people make a positive impact. And so also, you know, being able to discover, traumas that they faced in their life, right? A lot of things that happen to us is based on the traumas that we have. And if we don't discover it, we're not going to do anything. We're not going to realize why we go through the things we go through. Like I remember talking to a woman who said that, you know, every time she goes, she gets invited to a social setting. Like when people try to talk to her, 
Like she can't even say her name. Like it, she just freezes and not say anything. And she wants to be able to get over that, be in that social circle, be able to talk. And I keep asking, you know, like why, what made, why, like, was there any moment in your time where you just felt like you weren't appreciative or someone made you feel bad being in a social setting? And you know, it wasn't until she realized like 10 years ago, she went to a music festival festival with a bunch of friends that she thought were her friends, but really treated her bad. And because of that, her brain basically protected her from social gatherings because it didn't, they didn't want it to happen again. I told her like, you know, because it stemmed from that. Now your, your brain's protecting you from making social gatherings, from talking in social gatherings, because it's afraid of having that same result that happened one time, 10 years ago. But look, and I told her, look at your situation. Now people are always inviting you in these social settings, right? So it's proof that, you know, they want your company. They want to get to know you. They want to be able to talk to you. And so learning that it stems from there, you can find different ways to just start, you know, healing and find ways to even train your brain to think like, you know, that happened one time, 10 years ago, that's not going to happen again today. Yes, our brains are always naturally protecting us in ways to keep ourselves safe and in our comfort zones. That's not always good for us. So it's really important that we step out of our comfort zones and explore the world. The world is amazing. It's so fun. And it's not about reaching the mountain peak. I always say it's about having fun along the journey. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that's what we forget to do. Have fun, right? Like we should be able to have fun. Even the work that we do should be fun. Of course, there's times where it sucks and we just have to learn to embrace that. But most of the time it's like, we're okay doing that because we know that the end result will be great. Right. And we know like the process is still fun. Even there's, even if there's times where it does suck. (laughs) Oh yeah. I am absolutely having so much fun talking to you, Sheena. (laughs) (laughs) Same here, Lucy. (laughs) So after interviewing over 800 Asian women on the topic of confidence, I'm sure you hear so many tips. Give us three top tips that, you know, you hear very often that has helped increase confidence and for women to be fearless. Yeah, for sure. One thing is having a gratitude list, right? I think learning to be able to just say thanks to everything that's around us, no matter how big or small it is, it really helps us have that abundance mindset. And the more we can create that, like the more things we can attract to ourselves. So just being able to be grateful for running water and a roof over our heads is super important because there's countries that wish that, you know, that see that basic necessity as a luxury. And so we really have to be grateful for everything that we have in our life, like every single thing. So that was one thing. Also having a morning routine has helped women really just you know, start their day, right? Um, that that was another thing. And just learning to self-love, right? Self-care. A lot of us don't do that. And they don't talk about these things in school. Nobody teaches you how to take care of yourself, how to have me time, how to be kinder to yourself, to have self-care tips to help you. Like, especially in this time that we're in, it's more needed than now because it's also part of being able to take care of our mental well-being, right? Because our mental health issues have heightened through this pandemic and we get maybe extra paranoid or we just feel trapped because we're on lockdown. So it's super important to learn to love yourself. Absolutely. I agree with all three. I definitely journal my gratitudes every single day. It's a non-negotiable. And I think routines are so important. It sets up your day, right? That first hour or even that first few minutes when you wake up, how you go into the day, that vibration, that energy you bring into the day just sets up the whole day. 
What's your favorite self-confidence quote, Sheena? I think now my favorite self-confidence quote is, you know, if you want things to happen, you you really got to make that first move, right? And so I know as women, it's really hard to make the first move because we're so afraid and it's not something that society likes us to do. But, you know, sometimes you just can't wait for things to happen, right? You just got to go out there and make that first move, whether it's to reach out to someone or, you know, even promote yourself. Like these are things that we should be doing to create that change, to create visibility, to be the change that we want to be. And it's scary. I know (laughs) I've been there. I know like you're going a thousand thoughts are going through your head thinking like, what if they think I'm crazy? What if I'm not good enough? What if I fail? What if people laugh at me? We all go through those thoughts, but when you have a huge purpose, especially when it's like bigger than yourself, you're going to go out there and do it. You're going to push yourself a little bit more to reach out to that person or reach out to media or reach out to people who need your services or promote yourself out there into the world. And the best part is you don't have to do it alone, right? Like you just know, learn to ask for help, learn to have a support system, be okay with that. The more we're okay with asking for help and having support, it really makes our life a lot easier and a lot better. Yes, it depends on what you focus on, right? If you're focusing on how scary it is, it becomes more scary. But if you're focusing on what you're doing, you're serving the world, you're making a contribution, right? You're living your purpose, focus on that. And it makes a very big difference. That I totally agree on that. (laughs) So where can our listeners find you at Sheena? For sure. So I have two websites, the tileofselfconfidence.com and sheenayapchan.com. Either sites, you can get a free report on eight ways to boss up your confidence. Uh, all my social media is there as well. And you can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Google Play. You can also uh, pre-order a copy of Asian Women Who Boss Up through my websites. Uh, part of the proceeds will go to nonprofit organizations such as COVID, Fight COVID Racism, .ca. I think I, I I don't think I got that right, but it's basically a uh, help and also stop AAPI.org where they are doing their best to fight the racism against Asians because it's been just crazy what's been going on. A lot of elderly have been targeted and, you know, we, we, I want to do my part as well to help them as much as I can. So, and the easiest way is to Google Sheena Yapchan because I'm the only Sheena Yapchan on the internet. Yeah. That makes life easier, huh? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because there's definitely a million Lucy Luce out there and I've gotten over that. (laughs) Thank you again, Sheena, for your time. Thanks for having me, Lucy. It was so much fun. To all the beautiful souls listening, thank you for joining me on this episode of The Lucy Lou Show. When I'm not podcasting, I am coaching high-achieving women in life transitions, getting unstuck, kissing overwhelmed goodbye, and living a more joyful and fulfilled life through strategic goal setting and mindset transformation. It would mean the world to me if you subscribe, rate, or share this with a friend. And don't forget to join me for the next episode. Remember, there is always a way and more blessings are coming your way. For free resources and show notes, head over to lucylucoaching.com. 